Hi everyone welcome to another episode of my podcast we have very special guest today joining all the way from Singapore we got Jameson Chin joining the podcast hi Jameson hey Chana thank you so much for having me i truly appreciate it man yeah 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 so how are you doing i am really good i mean i'm truly blessed and um i'm grateful right so Jameson how is how is the situation in Singapore these days Um are you referring to like the covid situation? Yeah, yeah. Well, covid here um okay, the good thing is that the government is um really hands on with uh the covid situation. So they've put in place a lot of uh, strict measures. Um mask on at all times, you know, unless you're eating or drinking and they have curfews for drinking places as well, you know, they they don't allow you to operate and stuff like that. So pretty much the covid situation here is uh, it's not too bad infection cases uh infection rate is not really that high right right so we were actually in in the philippines we were actually also in a lockdown but now uh from today they have sort of relaxed the rules little bit so i was able to go out so <laughs> oh wow finally right i mean you haven't seen sunshine okay quote and unquote sunshine <laughs> right right yeah <laughs> so uh How is the how is this uh, you know pandemics and lockdown how did it personally affected you uh, I mean of course positively and negatively how did it affected you personally Well okay personally let's let's go with the negative first um on the negative side of course I mean I don't get to spend as, as much time as I would like to outside you know I mean I love to go for movies but you still can watch the movies right now but the experience is different i mean when you go into an empty cinema you know and all you have is just you and your partner sitting watching the movie it's kind of <laughs> like a different experience you know i mean i like the kind of experience where you go and watch a movie and then you you hear people laughing together with you you know that kind of feeling that experience itself you know so we don't have that kind of stuff so you can watch a movie but it's a different experience altogether and um i i love to go outdoors you know i love to just hang out sometimes outside i love to walk in the shopping malls not that you can't do that it's just that right now it's very sensitive so mm-hmm. people are telling you hey you got to stand 1 meter apart uh you got to scan in and check out you know that kind of stuff so it's it's changed the way life has has been in the past um but on the positive side you know uh i guess we all get to work from home <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah, I mean we get to work from home. Um we also get to put ourselves in check because honestly when you when you are actually working from home, it's not so much about um where you work, but really the discipline. If you're disciplined, you can work anywhere. You can work from home, you can work from your bed. I mean, doesn't really matter because you're disciplined. So, um on the positive side, honestly, it has allowed me to see that um actually the economy itself, there are a lot of companies that could benefit from working from home. I mean you can save on rental. I mean there are a lot of things you can save on. Yeah. And especially like uh, like in the Philippines where in Metro Manila where the traffic is so horrible. The commuting you don't have to commute anymore so uh I actually during the pandemic I actually changed jobs with during the pandemic so wow. for, my, for my new job I actually went to the office only like twice just for the admin stuff and i didn't 
completely i i don't know anybody from the office really when i started because it's just like everything was new right but uh, oh, but I, i but i got used to it actually uh because i work in tech so it it was the case like it was always like we were working from home because you know even if you come home you would still work right so there was like that sort of culture so it wasn't okay. uh, <laughs> but i also that feel bad. that i also feel that there were there were some uh other positive benefits or, or things from the pandemic where the you suddenly got some time to reflect on yourself right like yes which you didn't have before right definitely i mean actually you get a lot of time now to spend with family some people hate it they are like oh no i want to go back to office you know my kids are bugging me every day and uh, my wife is nagging at me the whole day that kind of stuff right but honestly if you look on the brighter side um you really get to spend more time with your loved ones and you get to reflect on yourself that's really true that's really true right so jameson it's funny how we got connected so i saw you uh on the esp show of remy <laughs> normally remy would have like you know like death metal artists and you know all these black metal artists from norway and all these and then suddenly you were there and then you were promoting your book and you were talking about you know positivity and all these things that motivation and all that so that's how we got connected and i i attended your virtual book launch that you had oh, and i started I, yeah i started reading your book it's so funny how how people get connected in like it's not expected right like people like us will be get connected especially in that forum <laughs> yes 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 i mean it, it really was kind of well i'm a god believing person you know so i would say it's god sent you know i believe that everything that happens you know there's a reason behind it and i believe it's god sent that i got to know you in fact and it's funny right from one show to the other <laughs> <laughs> Yeah yeah. Yeah um, even even uh, I think I just I met Remy also like through the internet because one of my friends went on his show and then I that's how I got to got Remy and then <laughs> and then Remy came on my show few episodes back we talked on this one so like it's it's like what I love, like about the ESP is like this community that Remy started that people are helping each other and you know continuously helping each other and growing as a community right? That's correct. Actually, you're you're really right because um, I I believe that you know positivity. You know, uh, when you are when you're using positivity, when you're positive and you're using it the right way, it flows from one person to the other. So like you guys, I mean, you guys are helping each other out. But at the same time, I mean, you are inspiring other people at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so so Jameson, I saw this quote that you posted on your Facebook this morning. Uh, I think it, the quote is from Dalai Lama, right? Which talks about living in the moment. Uh, yes. Would you? What What's the importance of uh, today or this moment? And uh, how would you How would you actually live in the moment? Well, the quote goes like this: There are only two days in the year that nothing can be done. So one is called yesterday, and the other is called tomorrow. So today is the right day to love. believe do and mostly live and um you know it's true because you see you can't change the past you know whatever has happened before you can't go back in time i mean how i wish we could right, right. i go back and uh, you know get probably all the lottery numbers <laughs> <laughs> just kidding only kidding but yeah i mean we unfortunately you know be it good or bad we can't really go back in time and change what we have done 
uh, of course, we can always change the future, you know. But you see, the, the future only gets changed by what you do today. You know, everything happens today, now, in the moment. And that's why they also said the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is now. Right. So I truly, truly believe that, you know, being able to live in the moment, being able to carpe diem, you know, seize the moment, seize the day, and um, make sure that all this time that you have on your hands are not being wasted. I believe that that is uh, something that's truly important, whether it is to work or whether it is to, to love or to spend time with people that really matter you know, or to give back. Whatever it is, you know, now, now is, now is the, the important thing. Right. So uh, I want to sort of discover what, how, how did you, you got into this level can you tell me a little bit about your childhood and, you know, your like memories in school, maybe how, what did you study in school and that sort of thing? Sure. So, um, I mean, I, I'm based in Singapore and Singapore is, well, it's, it's kind of like Philippines, you know, it's four, four seasons of summer. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, it's really hot. It only gets wet or wetter sometimes, you know, but you know, there's, there's no snow, you know, there's no, autumn you don't get to see a change in the seasons uh but i love singapore and um i mean there's always a trade-off you know although we get four seasons of summer geographically we are really safe you know we don't get typhoons we don't get hurricanes we don't get earthquakes and stuff like that so um as a kid you know i actually grew up as a really really um believe it or not a really quiet boy you know my mom would say you are so quiet in the past you know you would just sit there I would go cook. An hour later, I would come back. You'd be sitting there doing the exact same thing you were doing previously and you wouldn't have moved from where you're sitting. Right. So my mom started getting worried. She was worried something would happen to me. Like, this guy is not going to do anything, you know? Like, he, he's weird, you know? So she sent me off to gymnastics. So <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> funny. So in the past, uh, we used to live in a place called Jurong. So it's uh, on the western part of Singapore. And uh, at that home, we did not have any window grills. We stayed on a really high floor, like 10 over floors, 14, if I'm not wrong, something like that. But there were no window grills. And we didn't have them because I was that good as a kid. I would not jump on the sofas. I would just sit there and just do my thing. Now, after she sent me to gymnastics, I started jumping on the sofas. <laughs> and that was when all the window grills came up. Okay, it was really funny. Um, so those were my earliest memories, you know, my mom and my dad, you know, getting me to go to gymnastics. Um, I, I learned a lot. I mean, I learned to have fun and uh, run about. I, I really enjoyed those sessions. And even though I, I went there as a kid, like four or five years old, I still remember it. I mean, there are some things that um, you will remember, you know, for life. And, and I mean, that's why I always tell my friends when they have kids, you know, bring your kids around the world. I mean, of course, not when they're one, they can't see anything, but when they're three or four or five, you know, they will remember it. Right. And um, yeah, as life went on, you know, I guess um, I started taking after my mother. So um, my mom is, so my dad is a computer person. He loves computer games. He's 60 over years old this year. He still plays computer games. Okay. He's really <laughs> good at what he does. <laughs> I, I cannot hold a candle to him. But my mom, on the other hand, she is more of the... Um, problem solving kind of person so she loves jigsaw puzzles she has the patience for that you know so i i took after her on that portion 
And I grew up fixing, um, I don't know if you remember stuff like that, but Gundam models. Right. Oh, those are my favorites. You know, I, I would buy them and I would stay on it for hours until I complete it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's, that's, those are my memories growing up as a kid. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I, I also have friends, a lot of friends who, who still does the Gundam models and that, that can be a very expensive hobby, right? <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't buy one every week. You know, I get them as a reward when I was a kid. You know, I would, I would you know, nudge my parents and beg my dad and mom, please buy for me this toy, you know, that kind of stuff. And uh, sometimes they'll say no, sometimes they say yes, and I'll be really happy. And I would wait patiently because I didn't want to open it in the car and then drop something. So I wait for it to go home and then I open it and I read the instruction manual first. It's funny, you know, because even until today, in my whole household, every time something comes, I'm the person that goes up there and says, wait, let me read the instruction manual. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is like, oh, let's get to it. You know, and then they start assembling whatever it is, vacuum cleaner, television, uh, you name it, you know. <laughs> Everyone gets to the item first. I'm the one still reading the manual. Wait, wait, I haven't finished your manual. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so funny. We, we have a in 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 software like in in the 90s stuff there there is a term called rtdm so okay that is like what you use when when you can't figure out something get to work so rtdm is read the damn manual so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's a good one rtdm i remember that <laughs> yeah that's that's what because you know some I know you know a lot of lot of people who are in tech. They they don't read the they don't follow the instructions. They just dive in, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I see that happening very often. In fact, and not just me. You know, a lot of people out there. That's what they do. So maybe I'm just different. <laughs> <laughs> right. So so Jameson, because this, <coughs> my podcast mostly we you know my guests are mostly like you know musicians and you know rock stars and stuff. But I would, I would like to just, just ask you about your like music taste. Well, you know, the funny thing about music is that actually I do play music. Um, it's just that I'm not very, well, I wouldn't say I'm really good with it. And um, I'd like to say I have a decent voice. Um, I'd like to say I can play the guitar and a little bit of piano. Uh, actually, in the past, I have written some songs before. It's that I, I haven't got to recording it, you know, and that kind of stuff. It's just <laughs> wow. like a like a small hobby for me. Um, but the kind, of, the kind of music I like, uh, it's funny, um, I'm 35 and a lot of people say, hey, you're an oldie, you know. I mean, I don't really like old kind of songs, but I'm still stuck in the boy band era where Slide, sync, you know, I, I love them. And uh, yeah. particularly fond of Westlife. Right. So those uh, are the kind of songs. Yeah, <laughs> who's this? Who's this singer from Westlife? Shane. Uh, yeah, Shane. Shane. I don't remember yeah, his last name as well. Yeah, yeah, Shane Flan of Lynn. I think uh, I actually met him here in Manila when he was here. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have a picture with him. Actually, I didn't. I didn't stay for the show, but I just took a picture with him. <laughs> uh, steal a picture first, right? <laughs> Just tell you, I'll, I'll be at your show. <laughs> <laughs> because the show was like so many, it was too many girls there. Like, like it was like a know, mall right? show, like a small mall show. There was like, I couldn't take it because there were so many people. <laughs> I 
I know, I know. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Hey, that's the funny thing because um, the, the thing about boy bands is that all the girls are going gaga over them, right? right. Um, but I was more of, uh, I wasn't really into the singer-singer, but I was really more into the songs. I, I'm a lyric person. So I really read the lyrics and um, I mean, I believe that songs are a way to adjust your emotions. You know, right. when you're listening, I mean, it's simple. If you're driving a car and you're listening to an old melody, you know, Unchained Melody, let's just say, you know, whoa, my love, you know, and you'd be driving slowly and just listening to me like, whoa, yeah, it's a cool song. I change it up with an R&B song or a rap song, you know, Eminem, you'd be like, yeah, man, oh, <laughs> going down the gears, you know. <laughs> so songs can really adjust your emotional state. I truly believe that. And um, not just the rhythm, but or the beat, but the lyrics as well. Right. So I'm I'm really in for the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you you also. I think one of the you know the, I think the best boyfriend band for me is like Backstreet Boys. You know. <laughs> oh man, I love them. <laughs> I love them as well. I love them all, man. Yeah, I I still have their albums. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, um, I I remember buying CDs. You know, <laughs> that only goes to, I mean, if I didn't say my age just now, now everyone knows my age, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I remember buying CDs, and um, and then they would have the lyrics at the at the front portion of the of the of the packet, and they take it out, and I'll read them, uh, yeah, and sing along to them, right? And uh, I mean, not that I'm not in sync with the uh, singers nowadays uh, it's just that it's those kind of music I mean so Ed Sheeran is really good kind of music as well it's just that his tempo is really fast mm. and um, it's well let's say this it's um, when you sing along to it you can but if I ask you to play it and sing it by yourself it's not as easy as it seems <laughs> right. Right, right. <laughs> yeah yeah <clears throat> so um uh... Jameson, how uh, how would you introduce yourself? Like, if, if somebody asks you what you do, how would you introduce yourself? So I would say my name is Jameson Chin, and I'm the best number one best-selling author of the book "I'm Wearing Success" with Jameson Chin. <laughs> 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 no, only kidding, only kidding. So um, yeah, I basically I'm an entrepreneur. So I basically help people when it comes. To, so yes, I'm an entrepreneur. I run my own business, but in my spare time, I love to actually inspire others. I mean, I truly believe that the world needs more of this, you know, motivation. I believe the world truly needs more inspiration. Uh, there's no better time, in fact, right now, especially with the pandemic that's going on. And recently, I guess we've all, all seen the news about, you know, Afghanistan. So I think that the world is um, it's in a dark place. And I truly believe that you know, people out there, they need something to look forward to. So, yeah. Right. Uh, <clears throat> you know, before the pandemic, uh, because Singapore is really a special place for me. Uh, I used to go to Singapore like every month before the pandemic. Wow. Almost every month. <laughs> <laughs> from, I think from 2016 until 2000, early 2020, I think I went oh. there like almost every month. So it's like, it's like my second home i couldn't say second home because i'm actually i was born in sri lanka so i i'm i'm now living in philippines so 
maybe Singapore is like my third home. So for example, <laughs> because I I used to go a lot and I have a lot of friends and I I really like you know traveling there and I I used to bring my bike there and I would bike around Singapore. That's what I used to do. Oh, I travel with my I bike see. and I think I been. I was uh, a lot of my Singaporean friends were surprised that I I was taking photos of these landmarks that they don't even know it, it existed Singapore like places. <laughs> I agree. You know, it's funny because a lot of Singaporeans. Uh, it's actually that's the funny thing. It's it's I think it's kind of like that in a lot of places. You know, you grow up in a place and you tend to overlook things and sometimes take it for granted oh you know it's in singapore i can visit i can see it anytime you know uh, sometimes you probably haven't even heard of it but as a tourist you know as an explorer as an adventurer you want to see it. you want to see everything you can see you want to take pictures of them with you in it or maybe without you in it but you, you know you, you want to see them and capture them so i mean i guess that's why you know more landmarks than probably i do <laughs> yeah I, mean, i think because because you know a day to day day to day of singaporean would be like they would drive or they would take their party like they wouldn't like you wouldn't go to these places like walk right like walk or bike so that doesn't really happen so that's probably it uh so i know that one thing that really attracted me is like when to you is when 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 uh, remy introduced you i i check out your like linkedin i think i think it was a linkedin and i saw like you were you were, you were, you were posting this stuff about traveling and you you some photos of traveling and can you tell me about like what's your like how how do you like travel where do you like to travel and what sort of things you like to do well i, I would say this you know there are some people who hate traveling you know i i have met people you know and asked them do you love to travel they're like no <laughs> so i was like okay sure you're lost <laughs> yeah right. but i love traveling you know and i'm really more of a i don't know how i should put it but i like to be i like to experience things you know i'm 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 more of an explorer than a tourist right. so i like to go there i like to dive into the history i like to i love guided tours actually because um guided to us in a sense that uh people they give me a narration of what went on in that place so i love those kind of uh, audio tours you know i love them um i love to find out about the history so uh, i was in in prague and you know we took a tour they brought us to the old charles bridge and we queued up to touch a statue you know that kind of stuff so basically in prague uh there's a bridge called old charles bridge and uh, there's a statue right in the middle and it says that if you touch the statue and you say a wish uh they make your wish come true so um the same like the trevi fountain in rome you know you toss mm. a coin and then they say if you toss a coin once it means to say I, i can't remember if you toss a coin once something happens if you toss it twice it means you be or you toss it once you be back again toss it twice you know your wish will come true something like that is really funny back then when i when i did it but yeah i mean i love you know going into the cultures finding about the stories and i, I mean it's beautiful you know knowing the history of that place so if you ask me um with my favorite spot that i've been to i've been to quite a fair bit of places i would say um prague is one of the most beautiful places prague it's it's got rich culture um it's got beautiful scenery and the food is amazing right right uh yeah <clears throat> i think for me i think uh 
I have I have couple of experiences, but I think the best best place I've been is I went to Dublin, Ireland, and I Dublin, think, okay, yeah, because it was it's like a culture, music, and it's like a city of performers. Really, like you see a lot of street artists, a lot of museums, and like music shops, and like it's all music recording studios, and all in like this this architecture of that city is like I think it's. It's like Prague because they 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 what what I really love about these places is they preserve the architecture as is right like the buildings and they don't you don't have like skyscrapers in in between <laughs> these like they 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 save that you know uh, the it's it's really amazing and uh, and I I I did that same thing because I I I went there and what I was I do what I used to do in the morning is like I would bike around the city. And uh, it's it's really amazing place, and I know what you mean. It's uh, but you you bring good point, which is food. I think one one thing that I really get connected with the place is really <laughs> enjoying the food. <laughs> yes, yes, I know, right? You know, the funny thing is that when you are in your local place, your own hometown, and your friend says, "Hey, you want to try this?" Um, I think majority of us are like. Um, kind of out of my comfort zone so maybe not but when you go when i go traveling i'll be like yeah i'll try this i'll try that i don't know what on earth that is but i'll try it too you know <laughs> right. try everything yeah it's crazy yeah and one reason i love singapore is actually in a way the food because i get to enjoy the the taste of food that i i'm used to like uh, because you would have malaysian food indian food and Singaporean food and all this, and then even a Sri Lankan restaurant was there, and I think there's one in uh, one of those one of those food hawker centers. So mm-hmm. I, I'm really enjoying because I could I cannot get that same taste in the Philippine food what I used to get in Sri Lanka where it's like spicy and lot of spices. And I think I I that's why I love about Singapore is I can get like this amazing taste. <laughs> No, I agree. I mean, Singapore is a really unique place. I mean, I've got all kinds of food. Um, it's crazy sometimes. So I uh, I digress a bit. I I used to run a limousine business, so I have friends coming from not just friends but clients. You know, coming from all over different parts of the world. And I had friends from I had clients from China, and they're like, "Wow, there's so many different kinds of food." I have friends from uh, the US, and they said the same thing. You know, they're like, "Wow, so." what should I avoid, you know? <laughs> like, I'm like, you can try everything. I mean, if you want to have Chinese food, that's Chinese food. You know, if you want to have Malay food, you have Malay food. And they're like, sure, satay. They tried, um, you know, the, uh, what's that called? The the Hokkien mee and the Cha Kui Tiao and um, the Roti Pratas. So, <laughs> yeah, but we have, um, I think it's a great blessing, you know, to have this this kind of variety of food. Yeah, I I, I made this meme actually because I uh, I was interviewed by Changi Airport. I think it was in 2019 for the Independence Day. So I was in the airport during the Independence Day. So they 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 interviewed me for a video. They they you know this post put out. So uh, they were asking me what I like about. The Singapore, and then I said I like <laughs> I like nasi lemak, and then it's with the subtitles, and then <laughs> I I got a screen capture of that, like you know, happy birthday Singapore, and I love nasi lemak. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh, but you're right. Nasi lemak is pretty good in Singapore. I mean, if you have tried other places, you know, who, who have nasi lemak, Singapore does a pretty good version of it. Right, right. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I always, I, there, there's this flight that I used to take that, that I would land, I think, around like close to midnight in Terminal 2. Before before I, as soon as I get out of the terminal too, I I wouldn't go for a taxi. I would go to the nasi lemak place in the airport. I would have the nasi yes. lemak first. <laughs> yes, um, I believe that one is a crave nasi lemak. If I'm not wrong, if you came last year or something or two years ago, crave nasi lemak. Yeah, that's the one they have at terminal two. Yeah. When I was doing my limousine business, that's exactly where I'd go as well if I wanted nasi lemak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so Jameson, I I have some uh, few questions I want to ask you. So, first question is, uh, what's your definition of happiness? Well, I think that true happiness, you know, it's how should I put it? Happiness is not something that you can define. You know, you can't really define happiness because you can't say, well, um, I'll be happy if this happens. Uh, Well, you see, that's not a definition really, you see. So I believe that being able to wake up every day, spend time with your loved ones, breathe in the air and count your blessings is a good indication to being happy. But some people would take it further because they'd say, yeah, but well, I don't have that paycheck which I want. I don't have that lifestyle which I want. And I guess, you know, happiness varies a lot for different people. I mean, what makes me happy might not make you happy. And what makes you happy might not cut it for me as well, you know. So for me, myself, you know, I truly believe that Every day when I wake up, you know, the first thing that I'm thankful for is being able to open my eyes and wake up and breathe. I mean, I'm sure we have all had instances where we lost people that meant a lot to us. And uh, somewhere about um, five years ago, four years ago, you know, I lost my grandmother. Um, I mean, we would, we, we woke up one day and she stopped breathing. And I guess, you know, when you look back, you know, when things happen and you realize that, hey, you know, it's a true blessing to be able to, to be alive, in fact. You think twice about what really makes you happy as well. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I've been thinking about this for, I mean, for a long time. And I came across a book from, I don't know if you know the author Mark Manson. Uh, he wrote this book called uh, A Subtle Art of Not Giving F. Book. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> I think I know which book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I, 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 I read that book and there was, a, there was something that he said is, which, which really resonated with me is uh, solving problems brings happiness. That's what it said. I agree. So... I, I was really thinking about it and then I could realize situations that I was actually I was actually doing that. I was always doing something, tried to find a solution, uh, tried to fix something, and that would 
I would feel very proud of it and I would feel, I mean, I, I feel that the happiness, I think I, I really recognize with that statement that uh, finding solutions for problems, uh, as you said, the problems may be vary with different peoples, the problems they have or the way they're looking at problems will be different. Even the solutions they apply will be different. But finding that solution and doing it, I think that's what brings happiness. That, that I, that's what I, I, I'm thinking. I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that is, that's true as well. Um, being able to love yourself, you know, self-love is also happiness. A lot of people don't know how to love themselves. Right. <clears throat> so, Jameson, uh, so how, how did you become an author and what, did, what inspired you to actually write a book? So, it's funny. <clears throat> so, what happened is that... Um, so if, I, I believe you have read my book, you know, and um, what happened to me was I was in a really, really bad uh, situation, basically in a relationship, which I did not want to be in, not because I don't love the person, but because um, the circumstances that, that I was in, you know, the person started becoming suicidal, you know, and I realized that I started spiraling down as well to the extent that I became suicidal too. And that was a scary place to be in because, I mean, when I look back now, you know, I'm so thankful. But when I was there in that position, you know, all I wanted to do was to end it all. I mean, there was this, it felt like there was a knife in my heart, you know, and, and it wasn't killing me. It was just pain. And I felt helpless. I felt alone. So, I mean... I thank God, you know, that he, he, for everything he provides. And definitely I thank all my friends and my family for being there for me, you know, encouraging me all the way. I mean, I pushed a lot of them away. I just told them that I'm fine. You know, you don't have to bother about me. Um, I'm okay. You know, that kind of stuff. But I know deep down I wasn't okay. So what happened was that finally being able to get out of that situation, I realized that, hey, I mean, I know that there are people out there feeling the same way. And I'm thankful because I have had some personal development, you know, in the past. So that's why I did not end my life as well. But what if I did not have all those personal development? You know, what if someone else was in the very same position and they weren't as strong? Would they have jumped? You know, would, would they have call it quits would they have thrown in the towel so i came from that point of view and i realized that you know what i don't want i I want people out there to know that they're not alone you know that they can get through this as well because you see my mentor matt morris so he co-authored the book with me as well so matt morris he shared something he said that whatever it is that's holding you back is the exact reason you should be successful you know so it means to say if is that reason that you should do it as well so it means to say if you think that you know you being in this position you know someone that almost wanted to end his life you know was depressional was was in deep depression and and that kind of stuff you know um that that was what was holding me back from wanting to inspire people and Based on what he said, you know, that should be the reason 
that you go out and do it because people can relate to your story. So I realized that I was in a position and I've been there and I've got through it. And I know that if I can go out there and tell people that, hey, you know, I know how you feel because that's exactly how I felt as well. And I mean, I almost wanted to end it too. People can relate. But you see, here's the thing. I didn't. You know, I pulled through. And this is how I did it. So I wanted to be there to tell others that, hey, you know what? You can do it too. You know, you deserve happiness as well. Right. <clears throat> one, of the, one, of the, one of the things that I, I uh, got from your book, there was a, defi- there was a mention about uh, people creating a personal prison for themselves. So, uh, I mean, this is, this can be negativity, this can be self-doubt or, you know, self-hate or, so, um, how come, how can people overcome this sort of personal, not, not, because I think during this, especially like in the pandemic, we are literally putting ourselves in prison, but I mean, in a sense, we are just restricting (laughs) ourselves, but, uh, but this is, beyond that where we like in our head we are we are just like trying to limit ourselves right what do you think about that and how how can you get out of that prison yes um you see the thing about this is that we all have our own um self-limiting beliefs you know some people believe that oh well i'm only capable to do this i can't do anything else other than that you know anything above that is something that i can't do but I, I don't believe that. Of course, I'm not saying, you know, just jump off a building and survive. You know, I don't mean that. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm talking about self-belief, you know. So we, we all have a prison, you know, like you said, a personal prison. And that's why my chapter is titled, The Keys to Unlocking Your Prison. And being able to look past that, you know. You see, if you ask me what are the key things I would say is important to actually get out of that prison, firstly, I would say the people that you associate with, you know, um, that's one of the things, the people you associate with. Because unfortunately, um, misery loves company. You know, people love to get together with, you know, a sad person would love to get together with another sad person and drown in their sorrows, right? So misery right. loves company. So I'm not saying, you know, tell your friends that, hey, you know, you suck and get out of my way. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that, you know, the people that you mix around with, do you, do you check through? Do you even see, you know, what they are in meeting out? You know, we all have um, positivity and negativity. So I personally believe that you want to surround yourself very closely with people who are positive. You know, that's one of the key things. And the next thing is what you feed your mind. You know, like you, you read a lot, which is great. And you read about positive things and uh, you constantly expand your knowledge. Those are great things. Those are, those are actually, you know, on the right track. And I personally believe that what you feed your mind is so important. And it goes from anything from not just what you read, but what you see. You see, social media has changed the way everything works now. In the past, it was newspapers, television, radio, and books. That was it. There was no social media. Oh, of course, there was the internet, you know, but it would take forever to use a dialogue modem, right? right. 
But now, social media. Everything is on social media. Everything is at the, literally the, the tip of your fingers. You open your mobile phone and you are filling yourself with information. So what do you constantly feed yourself with? Is it positivity or negativity? So all this play a part. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, social media. I mean, <laughs> you know, my journey with social media is like, I felt that negativity and I felt that it was affecting me. So I thought, first I thought maybe I should just abandon that and just, you know, I will not use social media anymore. But then I thought maybe there is a different way. Uh, understand the purpose why you're using social media and then just do it for that purpose and ignore the other, other stuff. So a lot of time when I'm like using Facebook, for example, a lot of times I would just like clean up. I would just unfollow stuff that I think I shouldn't be seeing because this actually feeds to the algorithm and they would start giving me the stuff that I see, right? That's basically how it works. So, That's correct. Uh, yeah, so I was, I was actually in a clubhouse room earlier with a, with a bunch of Sri Lankans with you talking about this, this kind of thing. And I noticed this, uh, like in YouTube, for example, I noticed this, that the, the videos that I see, uh, I first thought that I would just see the videos that sort of agree with my sort of worldview, right? That's what, that's how it happens. So when you watch a couple of videos, the algorithm you know, defines you, okay, this is a right-leaning person, left-leaning person, center person, or, and then it will just keeps on feeding you the videos. But one thing that I noticed is even the comments on the video was I wasn't seeing the other side. I wasn't seeing something that I would disagree in most of the videos. So I think it's like, it's actually into that level that it's just feeding you what you want to see. <laughs> like, you know, I agree. Social media now is, 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 has evolved on a totally different level. And you're right. You know, when you, um, I mean, that's, that's exactly how the algorithm works, you know, so they'll just keep feeding you what you want to see. But the funny thing is sometimes we get sidetracked, you know, so when we're watching this, and the next one, oh yeah, this looks interesting. Yeah, something that I will watch. And before you know it, you're watching about two cows and two kittens and two dogs at the same time. <laughs> and then you're watching, wait a minute, I was watching something else. How did I get there? You know? <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one more thing that I, I wanted to talk to you from the book is like... Uh, I think this is also really important nowadays that because people have two lives, they have their own, you know, sort of personal professional life, but they also have a sort of a public life that mostly that's in social media and internet, right? That's how sort of uh, we have sort of a copy of ourselves in the internet. So I think the one thing that really important in this is how to stay authentic or genuine. So, What's your sort of uh, steps on doing that? How to become quite like authentic? Well, I personally believe that, of course, you know, everything is a, is a journey. Uh, you know, life itself is a journey. And we're always on, I mean, that's me, you know, I'm on a journey to self-improvement every day. I just want to be a little bit better than the person I was yesterday. You know, that's, that's what I look forward to being every day. Now, sometimes I fall short sometimes I succeed, you know, and um, yeah, but that's my goal to be better than the person I was yesterday. And 
with that in mind, you know, being able to be authentic to others is equally important as well. And I say that because on social media, um, the, the, the funny thing is you see two kinds of people. The first kind are those who, how should I put it? Um, they're not really doing fantastic, but they try and make it seem like they are, right. you know? So um, they're, they're the kind that try and make life seem better on social media. And honestly, I feel that, well, there's nothing entirely wrong with that because you're not, unless you're, tell, you're posting tons of money, you know, and trying to tell people that, hey, man, you know, I live a thug life, you know, that kind of thing. Then I would say that's a bit over, you know, but being true, you know, and being positive is okay. But then there's the other kind, you know, the kind that are really authentic to the extent that all they post are negative stuff. <laughs> My life sucks. And then they start sharing other quotes, you know, about, you know, that, that you're going to, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't even want to say it, you know, but I've seen some and I, I just scroll past them quickly. I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm not going to say this, you know. But I mean, you get where I'm coming from. So these people are right. really authentic, you know, because that's how they're feeling inside. So I, I personally believe that you want to be authentic, you know, because that's what the world doesn't have. You know, everyone puts on a mask and, you know, people don't see that authenticity anymore. All they see is that mask. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, uh, I mean, that's why I, I mean, I've been, I mean, I've been posting like, you know, all my CDs and stuff because that's basically what I do in real life as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, social media is a, is a great place, you know. Um, but I would say, is it the place where you want to air dirty linen? I mean, I've seen couples fighting on social media. A husband saying really bad stuff about his wife on his Facebook page. And I feel that, I mean, that's, that's a bit too authentic for me. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, would you go out and tell your neighbors that, hey, you know, my wife just did blah, 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 you know, and she's such a da-da-da, you know, I, I don't think you'd do that. So why would you post that on social media? Right. So I would say a good gauge is to look at what you tell your neighbors. You know, if you tell your neighbors that, I guess it's safe to post on social media. <laughs> of course, don't post on social media and say, hey, I think I dropped my laundry. Could you help me pick it up, please? <laughs> That'd be really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was weird. I, I've seen like, <clears throat> in my own experience, I've seen like a couple of bands, like for example, they would, uh, they would just broke up in through social media and then they will keep on, you oh know, my gosh. <laughs> each other. and then they would try to bring in the fans to the conversation because, you know, then there will be sides and it's like, that's correct. <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> and then there's a lot of drama and then, all you're doing is that you're taking the popcorn and the soda and then you're just scrolling through the comments and eating popcorn. Oh, wow, this gets interesting. You know, what's going on now? <laughs> it's like watching Netflix. Only thing is in text and pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there would be people. Actually, there are a lot of people who would say like, I'm here for the comments. Like, I'm, I'm just here <laughs> yes. for the comments, right? <laughs> and then you see Michael Jackson eating popcorn, right? That's oh. <laughs> 
the Michael Jackson from the thriller video, right? Yeah. Yes, correct. Eating the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here for the comments. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, Jameson, so uh, what for your journey so far, and all? I mean. It's not a. It's not an easy task to actually write a book, and especially one that would that your that your idea is to inspire others. So, what's the role of faith in this journey? Do you say faith or faith? Faith. 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 Uh, what's the role of faith in this journey? Well, I would say this. You see, I've been I've been really really blessed because I mean I'm I'm a faith believing person. You know, I I believe in God. And definitely, there was so many times that I would have wanted to give up, to to give up actually. But the thing is, that's the thing about faith. You see, um, you can't see it, you know, you can't feel it, you can't touch it. Right. But having faith was actually what one of the one of the key things, one of the key moving factors that stopped me from doing it because I believed that there would be. A better day. I believed that I would get through it. So faith is, is, is belief, you know. And um, here's the thing about the mind: whatever the mind can conceive, it can achieve. I mean, if you believe that you're not gonna succeed, trust me, you're bound to fail. So faith plays a, a huge role in in my life, you know. And um, yes, so like I mentioned, you know, I. I, I believe that God would get me through this, and I never gave up on that belief. After that, you know, I just held on to it, and uh, I mean, it was a lot of, it was a huge thunderstorm, you know. But then there was the calm after that. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So Jameson, I, I, uh, what happened to me is like, uh, as I said, I was a, I was traveling a lot for especially for concerts and uh, and before the pandemic and then when the pandemic happened i couldn't go anymore to basically i couldn't travel anymore and then all the shows got canceled i couldn't meet my friends anymore and uh, that actually i i was kind of in a early stage of the pandemic i believe like the, maybe the first two three weeks i was kind of in a maybe a depressed mode because you know it was sort of upside down but then i i thought maybe i should speak to my friends uh who were like you know my usual friends who we go to concerts together and maybe i should just start talking to them about our experiences before like you know try to bring that up and then sort of live live off that you know whatever energy that comes out of it that's how this podcast actually started so i started with that and then then i started talking to some of the artists uh, especially like local artists and some artists from singapore and then it eventually a lot more bands came in and then i i and then it it, it went in a different purpose where that uh, you know now i i do it because i i would really love to help artists and artists to you know promote their stuff and you know i because i get a i get a learning from out of it as well and um, so that's that's how the podcast thing started and and one thing that i was really happy is when I figure out all the process of doing the podcast and putting it in, you know, Spotify, Apple, and then finally I could see it. And then 
then the audience start growing and all this so it was a, it was a big uh, big achievement personally for me having something out there i i believe this is probably the same for you like when you see your book in amazon it's it's on sale for amazon right so can you tell me the sort of the steps or that how did you got your book on amazon and you know the publishing process and writing and i know that your book has a lot of people also like working with you on the book so a little bit about that so basically um i i went through success publishing so they were my publisher and uh i mean i i know matt morris and um i got introduced to steve morlin who was the um director uh, of business development for this and uh, bryson kaufman as well so um i spoke to them i spoke to more to steve you know i spent a lot of time speaking with him and um he felt that you know my story was good and that people could relate to it so then we pieced together a few other authors together with Matt and Steve and that was how we got our book together so that was the deal and that's how it how, that's how it went and um yeah and then from there you know i mean honestly the process was not a fast one for sure i mean right. the story has been in the pipeline for a long time um I took a couple of months to really write it out but it has always been at the back of my mind. I mean it's something that I've been working on for many years in fact. So I mean I've never known that I would write a book but I know that all this 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 story itself you know I know that it would help people out there if if they get a chance to read it. I I have never thought of the medium you know whether it be a podcast or whether it be a book you know a movie <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> but yeah you know i i never thought about that it's just right. that you know like like steve jobs said you can only connect the dots looking backwards and now looking backwards you know i realized that wow you know everything happens for a reason you know the reason why i had to go through that was so that i have a story for my book and um yeah so i took a couple of months to really write out the story get it through the editors you know and and come up with my cover and everything and then finally piece it together before it got launched on Amazon and i saw you at the launch as well i mean i'm so happy and i'm honored as well <laughs> yeah and i saw your video like when you got your first copies right the author uh, <laughs> i was so excited <laughs> uh, i said it, it felt like being a father <laughs> still feels that way sometimes you know so real yeah right So so Jameson uh, so uh, putting out the book uh, how is the response to the book It was overwhelming I mean um it's crazy I hit number one bestseller um I think in the next one or two days and uh response has, has been crazy I've got people writing in and telling me that you know um I really loved it and um thank you for sharing your story and stuff like that uh, unfortunately the thing about Amazon is that you need to spend I don't know I think it's about $50 within the last some I don't know a certain period of time before you can leave a review. So a lot of my friends couldn't leave a review of my book. Right. <laughs> yeah, but um yeah, I mean it, the, the response has been really good. Um I didn't really write it for profit. I mean I I was more of wanting to, you know, just really go out there and inspire people. Right, right. Yeah, I I also tried to write the review and I got the same thing because yeah, you know, damn. 
because I haven't bought something in Amazon, especially after Lazada came to this region. I I haven't really gone to Amazon anymore because you can find anything in Lazada really, right? So. I know, right? <laughs> Lazada, Shopee, you know. <laughs> but it, I mean, a lot of them are telling me, oh, I can't write a review because I haven't spent or something like that. You know, I haven't spent X amount in don't know how many months, so I can't leave a review. I'm like, oh, man, that's a bad way. That's a bad thing to happen, man. <laughs> right, right. Uh, <clears throat> so, so you have your book out. So what's, what's next for you? What do what, what you thinking to doing next or what's coming up? So um, I shared this story the other day and um, I shared it with uh, Jessica Soto from Success Publishing. And uh, it's about, it's, it's titled The Dash. So I, I heard about this story from Matt Morris. So uh, I'm sure you heard it from someone else as well, but the key thing is the moral of the story. So The Dash. So what is The Dash? Uh, someday you see, there are two things that are inevitable in life, you know, death and taxes, right? Right. <laughs> So I'm going to skip the Texas part, but uh, someday, unfortunately, we all have to die. You know, we can't avoid that. And on your tombstone are going to be two dates. The date that you were born and the date that you passed. And in between these two dates is a dash. So what really matters is that dash, you know, um, because when, when, I mean, if you imagine it someday when you are in that coffin and you can look at what's going on as a third party, what will the people be saying, you know? Will it be saying, oh man, this guy is a good for nothing, you know? All he did was eat, sleep, and try and avoid work, you know, that kind of stuff. Or do you want them, do you, would you want to hear them saying, you know what, Jameson has inspired me so much, you know, that um, I decided to take a change for the better, you know? So what do you want to leave behind? And I realized that, you know, my dash, I want to leave a legacy behind. I want to be able to inspire people to make a change and to be able to move forward towards the light. And uh, yeah, so that's what I want to do. That's, that's my goal, to have a really significant dash. And uh, moving forward, you know, um, I'm still focused on my business, of course, but, uh, you know, I, I'm trying all different ways. I mean, how I can get my word out, you know, how I can get my story out to more people, you know. Like I mentioned, I just want to inspire others that and let them know that they can do it too right <clears throat> so uh jameson what's your message to uh first people who support you uh you know read your book and all this uh and then people who will watch this video sure so um to those who have supported me you know i'm truly truly grateful i mean everything that you have done you know i i mean i might or might not know you but um, honestly, I'm touched, you know, and I'm, I'm really blessed. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, it truly means a lot to me. And, you know, I hope that through reading this, you can also pass on, you know, the, the message as well. You know, if you think that the book has helped you or inspired you, you know, I hope that you can encourage someone else to read it. I mean, if they want to buy it from me, you know, you can send them to my link or if you want to gift them the book, either way is fine. The key thing is, I hope that, you know, you can also pass it on. You know, if you think that it's inspired you in a good way, you know, I, I do really hope that you can also help to inspire someone else. And to those who will be watching this, you know, um, I mean, my website and my link is there. You know, uh, you can find me on Amazon or on Facebook, et cetera. You know, 
if you if you want to reach out to me, I am reachable as well on all social media platforms. So um, I truly hope that this this podcast, you know, this this conversation that I've been having with China, you know, has been a fun and inspiring one as well. Um, but my key message to everyone out there is, you know, you are possible. That you can do it. If you're struggling, you know, I truly believe that you can do it. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So, Jameson, this this uh, I really enjoy this conversation. As you said, it it was a very inspiring uh, discussion. Uh, what we had, I I I would love to do a you know longer discussion with you one on one. You know, maybe not on the podcast, but you know, as as friends. You know. It's really sure. inspiring, and maybe in the future, if I can go to Singapore, we can discuss some some of these things over a cup of coffee, right? Sure, hit me up, man. When you're back here, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I probably won't cycle, you know, but I'll be at wherever you stop for coffee. You know, you're gonna stop here. I'll be there, man. <laughs> I'll be there first. <laughs> right. <clears throat> so, uh, <clears throat> all the best with your uh, future. You know, all the things that you're planning to do. So, lastly, tell everyone. Your, how they can reach you, your website, uh, your links. Okay, you can actually reach out to me through my link tree. So it's linktr dot ee forward slash forward slash Jameson Chin. So it's link tree forward slash Jameson Chin. Yep. So it has everything there at the very bottom is my social media links, my Facebook, my Instagram, my YouTube channel, my Amazon link, or you can search my name, Jameson Chin. Uh, I'm pretty sure that I'm the first one that pops out. Right. So, Jameson, have a great evening, and thanks for joining the podcast. Thank you so much, Chana. I truly appreciate you. Thank you so much. Stay blessed, my friend. Stay blessed.